Hello and welcome to the AQ Campus Ministry Podcast. This is today's readings and a sermon from Father Stan. Today is the third Sunday of Easter. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and proclaimed, You who are Jews, indeed all of you staying in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to my words. You who are Israelites, hear these words. Jesus the Nazarene was a man commended to you by God with mighty deeds, wonders, and signs, which God worked through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. This man, delivered up by the set plan and foreknowledge of God, you killed, using lawless men to crucify him. But God raised him up, releasing him from the throes of death, because it was impossible for him to be held by it. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. Therefore my heart has been glad and my tongue has exulted. My flesh too will dwell in hope. Because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. My brothers, one can confidently say to you about the patriarch David that he died and was buried, and his tomb is in our midst to this day. But since he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn an oath to him, he would set one of his descendants upon his throne. He foresaw and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ, that neither was he abandoned to the netherworld, nor did his flesh see corruption. God raised this Jesus, of this we are all witnesses, exalted at the right hand of God. He received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father, and poured him forth, as you see and hear. The word of the Lord. Lord, you will show us the path of life. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you, O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. Lord, you will show us the path of life. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me, with him at my right hand. I shall not be disturbed. Lord, you will show us the path of life. Therefore, my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body, too, abides in confidence. Because you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. Lord, you will show us the path of life. You will show me the path to life, abounding joy in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Lord, you will show us the path of life. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, if you invoke as Father... A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, 
If you invoke his father, him who judges impartially, according to each one's works, conduct yourselves with reverence during the time of your sojourning, realizing that you were ransomed from your futile conduct, handed on by your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, as a spotless, unblemished lamb. He was known before the foundation of the world, but revealed in the final time for you, who through him believe in God, who was raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. The Word of the Lord. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But he, we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described. But him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. 
With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven, and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. The Word of the Lord. There are eight pivotal words in today's gospel around which all of the action and all of the dynamism take place. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. What was it that prevented them from seeing Jesus right in front of them. Jesus, their master. Jesus, the one with whom they had traveled and to whom they had listened, with whom they had lived. And then they stopped and looked downcast. That's the first clue. It was their grief. Their grief prevented them from recognizing Jesus. But what also prevented them was their ignorance. They were stuck because they had seen Jesus die and it's still not gotten through to them that there was going to be more in spite of what Jesus had told them. And so what does Jesus do? He starts teaching them. He starts explaining to them everything from the scriptures that had foretold what was going to happen. But the ultimate moment was when he broke the bread. And it was at that moment that they recognized him. Together, having been educated, and then having experienced the sacrament that he had instituted, they saw the truth of the risen Christ. And that's the same way it is for us. We have to learn 
We have to learn from our traditions. We have to learn from our teachers and from our teachers' teachers and from the prophets who have gone before us. And we have to allow that teaching to open our minds so that then our hearts can be opened to the truth of the sacrament. We see Peter teaching in the temple and teaching all of the leaders of the Israelites the truth. And we experience also in our second reading how he was known before the foundation of the world but revealed in the final time for us who through him believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that our faith and hope in God. In these times of uncertainty, these times when we might be filled with anxiety and fear, we more desperately than ever before need to realize in whom our faith and our hope rest and that all else everyone else must be an instrument of God's faith and hope today's readings are taken from the lectionary for mass for use in the diocese of the United States second typical edition Copyright 2001, Confraternity of Christian Doctrine. The psalm refrain is copyright 1997, International Committee on English in the Liturgy. Thanks for listening to this AQ Campus Ministry podcast, a production of Aquinas College Grand Rapids, Department of Campus Ministry and Service Learning. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on, be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us. Leave us a good review and leave us five stars because that way more people can find this podcast and we can help grow this virtual ministry. Thanks so much for listening. Keep us in your prayers and be assured that you are in ours. For more from Aquinas College Campus Ministry, go to Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube and just search AQ Campus Ministry. Music